I'm so afraid. Um, this is Fat Girl Hacks. For now. With Jamie Frost. For now. Listen, everything in life is in pencil, Jamie. All right. That was so the first right Fat now, Girl <laughs> Right now, this is Fat Girl Hacks with Jamie Frost. Megan Peters. Nina Vento. Yay! <laughs> um, so basically what we're trying to do here is have a... Regular discussion of living life as a fat lady. Pronouns are... No, no, no. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Cut. So that's our perspective. Uh, we would love to learn other perspectives, of course, but just so you know who you're getting this from. She, her, are pronouns. Yes. She, her. Pronouns. All around? All around. What is your preferred um, fat girl word? Like, what do you call yourself if somebody's like, describe yourself? Fat. You just say fat? Yeah. I'm comfortable with fat. A lot of people aren't comfortable with fat. So I find myself saying full figured. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> What's your word? No, that's good. I use like bigger. Bigger? Yeah. yeah. I don't know that that's better than fat, but I'm not really. I'm comfortable with fat with close friends. Yeah. But not like I wouldn't like you call want myself the milk fat man to like fat. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I will use the term bigger body when I'm in mixed company to make them comfortable. Yeah. Because okay. Yeah. People often will when you say I'm fat, they're like, no, you're not. It's but I'm like, it's not a bad word. So it's a descriptor. It's not an insult. Right. Right. So I feel oftentimes when I'm with mixed company, I may say bigger body, but I'm fat. Yeah, and that's where my uh, full-figured or plus-size. Yes. I'm like, uh, you know, with full, like when I describe, uh, we went to Philadelphia Curve weekend this weekend where we went to a swim soiree, and it was for curvy people and those that love them. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I'm Some with it. Them I'm in it. Love us. Uh, but yeah, right. so like with those people, oh, when I was describing it to people, I would say like, oh, it's for curvy, full-figured, plus-size mm -hmm. ladies. I describe, uh, it's for gentlemen too, but you know, ladies are who I'm really mm -hmm. rallying for. It's not that I don't think fat guys have problems, because we all have problems, but the ones that I can identify with and hopefully help with is the fat girl side. Yeah, I described it to my coworkers as like a curvy girl. Yeah. Can. I used to do curvy until I did online dating, and guys would be like, well, what do you think curvy is? Uh. And I was and like, I remember when I first started out, I wouldn't put a full body picture on because I was still a little like self-conscious about online dating. It was yeah. more like, I don't want to be murdered and less like, oh no, what if you see the size of my calves? Right. And I had one guy ask me why I didn't have a full body picture on, and I went through this whole thing about telling him how I was a mermaid and I didn't want him to know it. <laughs> we did not go on a date. <laughs> so there you go. If you're on an online dating site and somebody wants to know why they can't see your lower half, mermaid is the way to go. <laughs> it gets them every time. So what are some other thoughts that you have from our takeaway from the um, swim soiree? Because even though I am a 
in the body positive fitness industry, it was probably the first time I'd ever been to an event like that. And I have some thoughts on it. So I was curious what you guys thought. Can we describe it first? So, Absolutely. So basically what it was is I started with, it was Philadelphia Curve Weekend. And what they did was they rented out Sahara Sands, which is a local indoor water park. Indoor slash outdoor water park. It had both. And it was just for people who were part of Philadelphia Curve Weekend. And you signed in and you, you signed up, you bought a ticket. And I think they said there were about 300 people there. So it yeah, wasn't wow. super crowded, but it was so much fun. I was really surprised that even though I feel like I've worked long and hard to feel very comfortable in my skin and to walk among the normals. Normies. The normies. I felt so much more comfortable there. Totally would have worn a thong. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, you look like a beautiful mermaid in your outfit. Well, I am. And the lipstick. <laughs> but didn't come off. <laughs> Mine didn't either. My eye makeup definitely bled, though. But yeah, no, I felt very... I'm, I'm actually pretty comfortable in my skin anyway. Like, I'll walk around a beach in a bathing suit. I'm not one of those girls that's like, I need a t-shirt. I did that through all of high school. I didn't even own a bathing suit in high school. I just wore shorts or like boxer shorts and a bra and a t-shirt. And that's how I swam everywhere. And then when I, as I got older, I was just like, oh, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why is, why is my body offensive to you? What is it about my body that's offensive to you and that I should care about? I'm not covered in swastikas or... <laughs> Or horrible thing. Nina's giving cut. me the giving me the cut sign. <laughs> She's afraid we're gonna uh, offend our alt right side. Um, Nina's still so worried yes. about her career in I'm, politics. <laughs> but yeah, so I just kind of stopped caring. So. Uh, for me, it was just fun to be in a water park and not have children there. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. That, no kids. There was booze. There was no children. <laughs> and there were no, like, people that were there to mock or... Except for maybe the lifeguards, which I think they were still pretty cool. The guy up at the top of the slot, uh, of the water slides who had to, like, push these fat ladies in tubes down the water slides like that man is writing a manifesto as we speak against fat ladies yeah. he's thinking his hernia is reminding him every day he hates us he hates us so much I felt like every time I went up there which was twice because it was a lot of stairs like he should be thankful that like yeah it was a tough night but all those stairs really kept people away from doing those things. <laughs> I didn't go. We stayed in the lower yeah. way. Pool. Yeah. Well, Nina, what do you think? I feel the same way. I felt, well, I shouldn't say I feel the same way. I feel more comfortable because I'm not, com- I'm not someone that would just wear a bikini to the beach or something like that. So, but I felt great because I felt like everyone there was... For the same thing, though. For the same thing. Right, yeah. exactly. They're there to have a good time. They're there to wear a bathing suit and enjoy themselves and not be feel that they're going to be judged. So that's why I felt really comfortable. And I had a lot of fun. I wasn't worried. I wasn't looking like, oh, see, like, teenage boys whispering to each other. And I wasn't worried about, you know, this one or this kid saying something or if this one's looking at me. I literally just had a good time. And I haven't done that out in public with a lot of people in a long time. Like, I didn't feel like I needed to... 
make myself smaller mm-hmm. or, or go into the background more or just kind of... Did you feel like you had needed time to kind of let go of those normal feelings that some of us may have walking into situations? Because I know a lot of times I think I just naturally will check out a situation. Like, mm-hmm. is that person looking at me? And mm-hmm. I think it's just an ingrained thing. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like when we walked in there, was there some time that you needed to take to adjust? I'm just curious. I think so. Because I kept my dress on the whole time. Like, as soon as we walked in, Casey and Jamie whipped, <laughs> whipped their clothes off, had their shit in the locker, flip-flops, nothing. They didn't have anything on it. I still had, like, my towel. I had my bag, my dress. It took me a while. Yeah, it took me a few. I wouldn't say, like, as long as it usually does. It took me, it didn't take that long for me to figure it out. And plus, I was with a group of people that I knew and that I was comfortable with. I'm already comfortable with you guys, mm-hmm. you know? I have other friends that I wouldn't have been as comfortable with, I think. She has other friends. <laughs> well, I don't like really one, have other friends. Like well, it was nice doing one this skinny one girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's other acquaintance those. people I know. But, <laughs> no, I mean... But yeah, and then... But it, it did help, like, everyone was super friendly, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, not even as, like, a curvy person, just, like, everyone was so nice. Yeah. Hey, girl, how you doing? This is so fun. Where Everyone's talking. Yeah. Laughing. You look great. Everyone's complimenting their bathing suits, the, this and that. Everyone's taking pictures. And everyone was just doing their own thing. No one... It did felt to me that nobody so was... Good. There were yeah. lots of sexy photo shoots going oh on. Oh, my God. There were so <laughs> many. Amy's what had one of the best. <laughs> You're I welcome. feel like I started the trend. You're welcome. And then it went, yeah, you know, my photographer. I made her get on she the did. ground. <laughs> um, but yeah, there were a lot of sexy photo shoots, a lot of people feeling really good about themselves. Um, what's funny is that you say that, like, as soon as I walked in, I was stripping off, yeah. and I was like, uh, like I said, I'm very comfortable with myself. I, I don't really care what people think. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, uh, I had family here, I think for Father's Day. And I, I have a pool. I have, like, an above-ground pool out back. And I put on a two-piece. And, like, I think there might have been half an inch to an inch of my belly showing. Like, it was a high-waisted mm-hmm. uh, bottom and then, like, a frilly top that hung over. And those people looked at me like I was dressed in a clown outfit. What? Really? Is, like, why is everybody staring at me? Like, have you guys never seen a fat girl in a bathing suit before? Because I got to tell you, this inch of skin not yeah. making a big difference. Like, I, I wasn't out there in, like, a thong and a string mm-hmm. bikini. That would have been a lot of skin for me mm-hmm. and for the children that were there. <laughs> but I was basically wearing, like, a one-piece bathing suit, but it was split in the middle. Like, there was an inch, maybe, of my yeah. skin. And they were just like, what is this girl wearing? <laughs> and I was I was blown away because you think that your family should be yeah, used should, to you uh, being out. By now. Right? And I come from big families. Just because y'all have self-esteem problems doesn't mean right. I have But I think, I think our kind are some of the worst. Like, I think we have grown up in such an ingrained, you don't do that environment that mm-hmm. it's, we get judgy. Not me, I'm perfect, but. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I can, I can uh, definitely say that that's true. Um, <laughs> Is that you're perfect? Yeah. Oh. Yes. No, I was pointing to this. Oh. She loves watermelon. Mm-hmm. Vegan watermelon. I'm vegan, so I love watermelon. 
to actually introduce ourselves and where why we feel that we are experts to give that girl hacks. Besides oh, the no. fact that we're fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but tell me your fat experience. Did you grow up fat? Is this a new fat? Oh, we're going. Nina no. doesn't want to participate. <laughs> I pay a therapist weekly for this. Kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer. Oh my god! All right. How about one fun fat fact about myself? I'll start. Okay. I'm Jamie Frost. I've been fat since puberty. No big deal. You guys don't have to say that. Although, when I look at pictures of myself when I'm like 16 and I was like, oh, I'm so fat. I am hot. I am so curvy and beautiful. And now I'm like, I wish I weighed that much. But anyway, my fat girl fun fact is uh, this week, recently, I broke a toilet seat. Trying to use a menstrual cup for the first time. I had to quick change it before the ladies came over to podcast so that it didn't pinch their little bottoms. That's my, that's my fat girl fun fact. I'm trying to think of mine. So I'm Megan Peters and I've been fat my whole life. Except for maybe the seven pounds I was when I came out. <laughs> After that, it was full on game fest. I'm trying to think of what my fat girl fact is. Well, I have the double hit of not only being fat, but I'm also six feet tall, so that makes it really tough. Flying is really fun for me. I broke a desk in high school in a full math class. That was Feels great. I still kind of think someone unscrewed the desk, because it should have been able to hold me. But yeah, it went completely down, and I think I was dressed super cute that day. So at least you looked good when you went down. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you could have been, like, in, like, dirty sweatpants. And then you, like, fart when you hit the ground. Oh, I probably did fart when I hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher was just like, just, just move that desk. Like, he started yelling about it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Were you part of the move that desk? Or was he yelling at you? No, he was, like, yelling at the football kids to, like, just clean up that desk and get a stronger one in. Like, oh my god. <laughs> get a stronger one. I, I think that's the anywhere. first time I'm ever admitting this story. Yeah, that's Yeah, you went to high school. That was deep. Oh, listen, we got years of this. <laughs> Nina, you don't have to go. <laughs> Nina, she's our Nina's other person. Nina. We're going to work on Nina throughout this. Nina <laughs> is going to be the loudest, most living out front one of us at the end of the <laughs> Me and Jamie are going to seem shy. Because you were mad. <laughs> You're going to have to stop paying that therapist. This <laughs> could work out for me. Um, so, uh, what we're planning on doing is going through, uh, you know, regular, regular discussions on things like exercise, going out to eat, uh, clothes, relationships, relationships with normies. Uh, <laughs> How to live in a world without fat, fat girl friendly establishments. How to make your establishment fat girl friendly. Um, how fat people are treated in the media, in comedy. How to go to a doctor without feeling like crap. Uh, these are some of the things that we're hope, hoping to talk about in the future. Um, but for now, we mostly just wanted to introduce ourselves and talk about the swim soiree. Uh, <laughs> well, and Nina was going to talk to us about period sex. Is that true? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs>
No. <laughs> no. Maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> she has to do some uh, soul searching. <laughs> I was gonna say like experimentation. Oh, like, she has to try it out. No, nope. when we were texting, were you like, "Don't bring that up"? <laughs> yeah, I gotta bring that up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we also want to talk about, um, you know, of course, give a fat girl hack. So this was inspired by a fat girl hack that I had when I was younger, which was uh, for eating at a fast food restaurant. So I think we've all been through this. When you go, when you're a fat girl and you're going to eat somewhere, you have these voices in your head. And if you're going to a place with a salad or you're ordering something healthy, that voice is saying like, oh, everybody's thinking like, oh, look at the fat girl eating healthy. Oh, look at the fat girl. She's trying to lose weight. Maybe I just want a freaking salad. But uh, when you, the other side of it is when, you know, you're going to a fast food place and, and you automatically are like, oh, people are going to look at me and be like, oh, Look at this fatty getting a Big Mac. That's how it happened. <laughs> That's how, yep, this Big Mac. That has nothing to do with genetics or anything else. So what I used to do in high school with my friend, uh, my best friend, Marty, we would order a whole bunch of food in the Taco Bell drive-thru. And I mean like a gross amount of food because it's Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. You don't eat one taco at Taco Bell. You eat a gross amount of food. And you eat a gross. <laughs> you tacos. eat a gross of tacos. <laughs> so we would order an extreme amount of food, and then uh, when we get up to the drive-through window, uh, and the people would be like, they'd see just two of us in the car, and they would say like, "Do you want any sauce with that?" We had a go-to <laughs> phrase, and that would be the person driving would turn to the passenger and be like, "Did Ken ask for any sauce?" And then the <laughs> other person would be like. I don't think so. I don't know. And then the other person, the driver again would be like, well, if he didn't want, if he wanted sauce, he would ask for it. No, we don't want any sauce. To make them believe that we were going home to a third person <laughs> to eat this disgusting amount of tacos with. I believe, Megan, you had a similar one where you would order multiple drinks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably would still do that. <laughs> I like a lot of liquid. <laughs> My, you know what the hack I used actually once, so I'm married to a normal sized person. And still to this day, I'll say, you order it. <laughs> you tell them you want double fries. <laughs> That's the only reason I married a normal sized person. <laughs> I make a lot of, like, Kevin never finishes his food, and I always make a lot of jokes about, ah, little guy couldn't finish his food. Like, I just, I just gave up at some point and decided to own it and not care what jerks think. Um, yeah, I think I'm better at owning it, but I still am like, don't chop you ass. Yeah. I mostly ask Kevin to ask because I don't want to talk to other humans. Like, I'm like, order for me. Order for me. Chuck knows if he just doesn't ask, then I'll get frustrated and be like, he didn't mention the double fries. <laughs> and I end up ordering it myself anyway. For him. <laughs> he really wants a lot of fries. Right, honey? Right? <laughs> He's not embarrassed about asking. Mm -hmm. I couldn't possibly eat another fry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to get better at segways. I think we have to get better at segways. Like the ride. But isn't that what you call when you like go from topic yeah. to topic? 
So our next segue. <laughs> so speaking of segues. Speaking of segues. Um, does anybody have any uh, fat current events for this week? Like that have happened to me personally? No, or no. Or just in the world? In the world. Oh, okay. So like I recently learned when you get somebody else's poop. Poop oh, transplants. right. Poop transplants are something they use for if you have like bad bacteria in your stomach and you need good bacteria in your stomach. Um, so I was reading articles about it because who wouldn't want to know about poop transplants? Is there another word? Fecal. Fecal transplants. There go. <laughs> so I wanted to know about it and apparently they use it also to fight obesity. Really? So my fat is so offensive <laughs> that you want to stick somebody else's poop inside of me? <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> how, do you, did they say how that worked? Well, what like they, how would the bacteria? I, I think they just are in some. They just kind, say obesity with everything. Yeah, oh, like okay. it could be any. It could be specific kinds of obesity, like people that just can't metabolize food or do oh, certain things. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. whose guts just don't process okay. stuff. Yeah. But they just say obesity, so it could be yeah. like, you know, ways to avoid the common cold. Get that obesity under control. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I broke my arm. You should lose some weight. <laughs> it's just another thing. So, if you're having problems with obesity, talk to your doctor about fecal transplants. Don't forget to mention fecal transplants to your doctor. articles one of them said that it was just to plus size customers i read another article where it said all their customers but my feelings are the same either way if you're sending diet bars to any of your customers whether they're fat or skinny skinny girls can still have eating disorders and can still have body dysmorphia and you could be sending this to a girl who is struggling with that and then she gets it and she's like oh, shit, they noticed I went from a size 6 to a size 8. I should stop eating. Or, I mean, that's an extreme case, but still, like, you don't know who these people are. They just want a damn shirt. Give them their shirt. They don't need your... uh, Send them a sticker. Or send them a sticker. I would love a sticker. Not from Forever 21. I don't want an Atkins sticker. (laughs) I don't want an Atkins sticker. Put a statement out to say what the reason was. They said it was across the board. They just have they sometimes give freebies to their customers and what a dick freebie though, right? Give me a pop socket. <laughs> give me some popcorn. Give me something that's not like weight loss dieting. You know, it's it's okay to do it if you want to do it. Like we're we love to uh, we do yoga, spin. We went to a stupid pole dancing class. Fantastic pole dancing. Uh, <laughs> what else have we done? Kickboxing. Like, we like to do stuff, but, like, don't kill yourself over it and don't make yourself sick over it. And I think that sending out Atkins bars to people that you don't personally know where they are in their life is irresponsible 
and they should answer for it in, in more of a way than it was across the board. We wanted to give somebody a freebie. Right. Give me a pop socket. <laughs> I'm sorry that my phone keeps going off. It's on silent, but my computer is getting them too. <laughs> I didn't realize it was an Atkins bar. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you use any kind of food? Why does anybody shop at Forever 21? Let's go there. I don't think I've ever shopped at Forever 21. No, I've never shopped there. Well, because I don't want my clothes to fall apart. Right. They're like, and I am not Forever 21. I am on the other hand. I am no way under the impression that I should be wearing the same clothes as a teenager. With exception to my Riverdale uh, Southside <laughs> Serpent stuff. <laughs> but that's not my fault, even though I bought them. And my Hello Riverdale's Kitty stuff. Riverdale's for any age. Yeah. Riverdale's for any age. Hot dads of Riverdale. I'm not in it for Archie. I want to get with your dad, Archie. <laughs> Oh shit! That's Luke Perry. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! It was. Yeah. It's uh, okay. We can cut it out. One week I'll tell you the story about how I asked the Nelson brothers how their dad was. True story. You know, like Nelson, the blonde-haired yeah. twins. Yeah. They were at a show I was at, and I was like, "How's your dad?" Who's their dad? Ricky Nelson, yeah. who apparently died when they were like toddlers. Yeah, didn't he die in a plane crash with La Mamba? I, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know Lubamba's real name. Lubamba. <laughs> I think it's I think it's La Bamba. It's, it's not. It's definitely not. Ricky. Wait, no. wasn't Charlie Chaplin there too? What was his name? Kevin. Valens. Valens. <laughs> I mean, we can just take that part out about the time I asked the Nelson twins how their dad was. <laughs> Dad. Then I made them sign an autograph that said they had a great time with me that night, implying they did it. Wow. Oh, God. This Never is mind. getting weird. It's getting weird. We've gone <laughs> off topic. When did you meet the Nelson brothers? Ten years ago. They were standing in front Does of me. Does anybody need a drink? Aren't you a sure. Nelson? So you want seltzer? You want water? That's you want amazing. some soy milk? Forty-seven times since we started, <laughs> Nina has I'm decided like she's out. <laughs> <laughs> Nina's gonna no. be so worried about anything I'm about to say. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I think we have to get better at segues. We need a better hand sign than that. <laughs> Can we say anything, Megan? No. no. <laughs> Apparently that's frowned upon. Did you have any... Uh, no, I won't do that because of Nina's... I don't care. Go ahead. All right, I know. Uh, right. So my high school trauma story, I got two. So uh, why one is that in my senior year of high school, the boys called me Boobzilla. Jamie, that's what we call you now. <laughs> that's your yoga nickname. Because I am... <laughs> You know, I'm a lot of boob. And my other one also has to do with my boobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> but for a long time, I wouldn't buy the right size bra. And so I'd have that four boob thing. Mm -hmm. 
And my best friend, Marnie, again, who was older than me, bought me bras. Because she was like, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> the way she bought me bras was she tried them on her head. And when they fit, because we didn't know what size I was. And I was not being very agreeable. So she tried them on her head and bought me those. They fit. No. <laughs> and then one day I was in class and I had this one with this little tiny secure between the boobs. And I turned and it snapped. Lucky, luckily, it was my last class of the day. Snapped open. Oh, it was gone. That bra was obliterated. That was worse than obliterated. Obliterated. That's what happens when your boobs destroy things. Yeah, it is. It's destroyed lives. Blinded people. So let's talk about the pole dancing class we went to. I think we have to get better at segues. We like to do exercise experiments. Would you say that that's a good way of saying that? Yes. I think we got no shame in our game. And we like to get out there and try stuff. Yeah. I mean, that can be taken out of context. With exercising. Nina has once again... Nina has once again quit the podcast. <laughs> so, Megan, inter- or Megan gets me to go to this pole dancing class that she has been to several times. And I'm thinking, like, okay, a bunch of people have gone. They've had fun. I'll go. I'll try. I'm not a very uh, sexy person, I wouldn't say. I don't really do sexy. My husband usually thinks I'm doing a bit when I'm trying to be sexy. Um, So I go to this pole dancing class. The first thing they make me do is like 10 minutes of cardio. Which sucks balls. So I'm drenched in sweat now. And they're like, okay, first thing we're going to do is climb this pole. And we like to get out there and try stuff. Yeah. Step one, ladies. If you would like to pole dance, don't sweat you can have (laughs) no moisture on your body because you're supposed to climb a metal pole (laughs) every sweat gland in my body woke up for this class (laughs) i can't believe they made you do cardio before the no that was some bullshit that was like half the class that's crazy is that normally what happens no you do like 10 crunches Oh, no. They made me, like, do jumping jacks, which, again, let me remind you to my previous story, Boobzilla. (laughs) The second they started making us do jumping jacks, I turned around to look at Jamie just to know, like, class was going downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) So they make us climb the pole, and then I'm like, okay, I'll just, like, try. I couldn't do it. I wasn't going to do it. I was Mm -hmm. covered in sweat. Mm Mm-hmm. And then this girl who is like, I don't know, buck 25, she decides she's going to put her skinny bird arm under my thigh and lift me to climb this pole. And you I know, like, my reaction was going to be like, excuse me, I'll take care of it. <laughs> it should have been because I was like, no, I was like, no, I'm going to hurt you. And she was like, no, you're not going to hurt me. And I was like, yeah, I am. So... She gives up on me finally. I break her spirit. <laughs> Luckily, not her arm. Luckily, not her arm. Although, you know, I wouldn't have been upset. I warned her. 
<laughs> it kind of would have been cool to have broken her arm. Especially as you, like, the, the mood you were in as you're walking out and being like, I told you not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Taking your flip-flops and leaving. Yeah, I was, not. I was not in a good place that night. Um... <laughs> So I break her spirit. She goes away. And then we're like, oh, we're going to try something different. The next thing, guess what it has to do with? Climbing the pole. Everything is about climbing this damn pole. I couldn't do a single thing in the class. And then the last five minutes of class, they're like, okay. It's like really advanced for just like a pole dancing, like a Monday night pole dancing class. Spin or like lay on the ground and put our legs up. Like I can do that. Walk around. That's how it was leading up to it. Mm -hmm. And just, I'm not sitting here silent because I was successfully (laughs) climbing the pole by any means. I was just weirdly hanging onto the pole, kind of like a locust (laughs) emerging from its shell. I was the the skin of a locust just hanging. But you got your feet off the ground. I didn't get that far. I just slipped right off the pole. Because you were the oh, I was I was the slimy, disgusting pupa. It was gross. That was a hard candy shell. So the they're like, okay, we have about five, ten minutes left. This is only like a half an hour. No, it was an hour class. Yeah, it was like twenty minutes of Jordan Jacks. And it was five, ten minutes left, and they're like, we're gonna put on some two different two different kinds of songs so you can do some sexy freestyle. And, and I we were like, all seriously confused because the only thing we learned was to hang on to the pole like a locust. So we weren't sure how that was gonna be sexy or if it was gonna be freestyling. So what they do is they drop down all the lights. And then there's these spotlights on every so pole. Sexy. And there's like, what, like 10, 12? I can't count. Well, there's middle two. So maybe there's like 15 poles. Oh, yeah. So it's all these girls. Some of them are in their underwear. Some of them are dressed like me. And these spotlights. Were you in your underwear? No, I was not in my underwear. I was in <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt. Uh, and there's spotlights on these poles. And they're all like grinding against the poles and doing sex dances and I'm just looking around like what so I take the opportunity during pony which is a song that I enjoy dancing to now that is a song I would think would be in a pole dance yeah I can dance to that song in target I don't know what to do with a pole because they haven't taught me anything so so I take the opportunity to then clean my pole which sounds like a euphemism but it is not I literally took a spray bottle of rubbing alcohol, sprayed the pole, and cleaned it with a microfiber cloth while everybody else... Megan was, like, gyrating on the floor. That's how I do. Listen, that song brings out your inner pole. It was so awkward. And then we're driving home, and all the girls that were with... That Megan invited and didn't tell me about... That's a whole nother discussion. We're like... Oh, Jamie, will you come back? And my reply was, oh, God, no, never. (laughs) And I think there was a, no, I mean that. No, I'm serious. (laughs) I'm never doing that again. To which they were surprised. But wouldn't you prefer it if I was just like, instead of being like, oh, yeah, I'll do it again. And then like avoiding your calls. That I'm just like, oh, God, no, that was horrible. What do you prefer? Lies? I would go no, I, no, I that's prefer the fine. lie. You prefer the lie? You want me to lie? Absolutely. 
Exactly. You want me to be well, like... Because if I liked something, if I was like really into it and I brought you and you just like shit on it. <laughs> but I... You know what I mean? I like, don't I, think I, other I don't people say like, hate Oh my God, this is the worst thing I ever did. Maybe like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe next time. I feel like that's just a lie though. But I can understand not shitting on it. I don't... But see, the way I see it is I don't... We were shitting on it. Yeah, everybody was. Everybody was like, okay, that was yeah. a bad class. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, and, like, I don't see a problem with other people. Like, like the one girl was really good at it. Yes. Uh, the girl that was next to me was doing a really good job. Like, people that came with us were really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I can see them going back. It was not for me. And that's what I said. I wasn't like, you guys are assholes for liking this. I was just like, this is not my thing. I do not enjoy this. I didn't want to do sexy freestyle dancing with a bunch of ladies and a pole. That makes me want to do it more. <laughs> No, but I think it's important. I think you're right. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You know, it is... is You try. At least you can say you tried it. I tried it. And that was my goal. I wanted to try it. Like, I liked kickboxing. We did kickboxing a few weeks ago. That was a Mm -hmm. lot of fun. Oh, just the... They're holding it for you. I'm like, your menstrual cup? Why did you take it out? Like Because I couldn't deal with it anymore. And then I broke their toilet seat, too. And we've come full circle. <laughs> Are you guys going to talk about the menstrual cup? I think we have to get better at segues. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll talk about a menstrual cup all day. Yeah. That's my favorite. Have you tried it? No, but I'm interested. Well, I don't get my period. I don't have an IUD. Oh. oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's fancy. So you know what I would. You could just wear it for fun. You could keep changing <laughs> it. Try it out. <laughs> You could fill it with valuables and stick it in your love cave. So Megan's a regular cupper. Oh, I can cup like... I tried for the first time, and aside from breaking a toilet, I wasn't really successful at much other than that. I was, like, really interested in it, but I don't know... There's a lot, so I suggest really researching it Mm -hmm. before you do it, because, like... I researched a while. How to find my cervix. (laughs) You don't really have to because it finds itself. Oh. Oh, well, the ones I watched said you should find how high up your cervix is because that'll help you figure out what cup size you should wear. Like if you have a low cervix or a high cervix. I just shoved a weird plastic thing in there. I can't. I can't do it. It's not. I tried. I have small and large and I was like, I think I need like the, the toddler one. Is there a toddler? <laughs> um, <laughs> They're getting younger and each other. <laughs> I, so, in truth be told, so I did m- massive amounts of research. Something had a give in my menstrual life, and mm-hmm. it was the cup, which made things better. I'm not going to stop trying. No, you just have to figure out the right thing. The first couple of cycles... I had to really get used to it because it's a completely new feeling. It's having to learn, like, what a full cup feels like and when you're in a danger zone. And there is always that... I like the danger of it because you're dealing with ounces of period blood that could go everywhere. Um, yum. (laughs) That's my thing. Like, if I'm at work in the bathroom stall, I'm accident prone. I'm very accurate. I have flushed a menstrual cup. Oh, no. I'm not worried about flushing it. I'm worried about pulling it out and there just being, like, a murder scene in I've the stall. I've done similar. Like, but what do I do? Like, run out and get some paper towels and be like, sorry, I've got to clean my blood up. No, you walk out well, don't and you have say, to wash it anyway? Jeez, Karen really fucked up that bad. <laughs> and then you leave. 
from AR really <laughs> fucked up the list. Oh. What's AR? Accounts receivable. I don't know stuff. No, but I have become a pro. I can get it in and out, no problem. Cool. Quick dump. We're good to go. <laughs> don't and quick dump. I oh yeah, like not that kind don't of. Don't you have to like take it out though and wash it? I feel so, like I should mention we've started eating watermelon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Smack in my lips. So if you talking want, about menstrual, <laughs> tell me more about this. <laughs> no, keep eating. That sounds delicious. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Um, what were we saying that I was about to answer something? That you didn't have to wash it after you took it out? No, so if you're not in an opportune situation, mm-hmm. you can actually just dump it and reinsert. Huh. I, real quick on the DL, wet some paper towels, wash it out, right mm. back up. Sound effects. Nice. Sound effects. <laughs> um, and it makes me able to say awesome stuff like, excuse me. My cup has, has runneth over. You can't say that with a tampon. So take your tampons and shove them. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Something I have tried that I like is the Thinks period underwear that you just free bleed into. And that's worked for you? It is. It does work when you're not heavy. So if you have a yeah. heavy portion, you can't use it then. Um, but it's good just for backup. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, though, they only sell up to 3X. And I'm questioning that 3X size. Because I got two different kinds. I got the regular underwear and then I got the shorts. Mm-hmm. The shorts do not cover my ass all the way. <laughs> and the, the regular underwear are fine on my ass, but they roll down my gut. And so they I'm like... They roll down my gut, too. Every time I put them on, it's like... Bloop. Yeah, like... <laughs> so I got the old lady underwear that come all the way up, and then they serve double duty because when I wear them, Chuck's like, wow, those are sexy underwear. And I'm like, yeah, they're holding four tampons <laughs> worth of blood. <laughs> you want to talk about that sexiness again? <laughs> so I know Thanks has just recently expanded into 3X. I don't think they've been 3X too long. Have they? I've had things for a while and they did have the 3X. Okay. But you know what I think is really interesting, and this is not necessarily about fat chicks. Then it's not for this podcast. But I'm I just mean, kidding. It could be <laughs> just little chick. But they make period underwear for little girl, like young girls. Is that really? And I'm like, how bad was that? Like, on top of being fat and tall, I got my period and was like, fuck, I'm gonna get my period all over stuff and break a desk. How old were you? Like 13. Okay. But I've never been good at period. I was 15. I'm a late bloomer. You were so old. (laughs) Yeah. I was 10. You were? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Fifth grade. I think I've got the guys I'm sending this to are gonna love listening to this part. <laughs> me, me eating watermelon. No, so my lips to the period part. <laughs> so we have the whole gamut, and I think it's the first time I've ever been normal in my life because I think I'm the only normal range here. Period. Because you were really young. Period. I was really old. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, so yeah. It's so nice being the normal one. No, I was so late, and I didn't get boobs. Like, I was in ninth grade, and I just started to get boobs. And they used to make flat jokes about me all the time. Like, people would walk up to walls and be like, is that you? Is that you, Jamie? (laughs) And then after that one summer, here comes Jamie with a set of cans. (laughs) (laughs) 
it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter anything. You're going to get made fun of is the, the takeaway. Take yeah. yeah. So yeah. fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Buck up. So fuck everyone. Fuck everything. Whatever. Just go with it. Be yourself. Do what you need to do. The bottom line is fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> No, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just read something today and I thought it was interesting. And I think it was from Strength for All, which is like a... And now I'm slurping too. A women's strength gym in New York. But they were saying like the gist of it was as women we hate fragments of our body, which is almost more like detrimental. Like it's like I hate this part of me and because it's not like everybody else. And I started thinking about that because I... Feel like I'm like, well, my ankles are nice. <laughs> oh, but I hate my stomach. Like, I'm like, why don't you just kind of like accept it all? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like other people do that to do to us too. Like, I I get a lot like, oh, you're really pretty. Like, people are surprised. Just for the record, this isn't a like I think I'm pretty thing. <laughs> I'm just telling a story. I do think I'm pretty. I'm going to be honest. For the sake of the story, I'm going to. <laughs> but, like, people will say it to me surprised, like, oh, I didn't. And and you can hear, even though they don't say it, like, for a fat girl. Oh, yeah, because now it's, you don't add that part. That's what, so I had such a hard time, like, just talking about high school and stuff. Like, I have adults say it to me. You'd be pretty if you weren't so fat. You or had like, adults say that? What? Yes, I had adults like comment on my, just my size in general. Like she'd be pretty if, or she could join the football team. And I'm like, Jesus, I just want to be a pretty girl. <laughs> that sucks. I know. There was this man once. So I'll, I'll digress. <laughs> my my <laughs> friend's parents, their friend was over. And he was this guy who had, like, the biggest head I'd ever seen. And he was swimming. And he had a giant doorknob, like, size cyst on his back. Oh, my God! And he actually said, you'd be pretty if you weren't so big. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, my God, this man with a giant head and a doorknob cyst (laughs) is critiquing me. I feel bad about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! How old were you? Like probably sixteen or seventeen, but I remember like in my head, and I'm like, it's this bad that this man. (laughs) How old was Big Head? He was like sixteen year old daddy. Wait, I'm sorry. What sixteen year old dad age mean? I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of like how old my parents. Oh, Oh, he was a grown man. He was a grown man. Yeah. Well, first of all, grown man. Why don't you take your eyes off my 16-year-old body, you perv with a giant head and a doorknob cyst on your back? <laughs> like, get a life. I'm going to kick you in the doorknob. Like, if that was, like, a normal-sized cyst, okay. <laughs> no, still not okay. You are still a grown man. not okay. Who just says that to somebody? Yeah. That I could open your back. That's the if thing. If a doorknob-sized cyst is probably... What if it's Narnia? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's Narnia in there? But like, that's the thing about that's. I think that's a big difference with 
fat, I don't want to say discrimination, but fat discrimination versus a lot of other things is that people feel like... They're entitled to say whatever they want about your body. Because they think it's a quote-unquote health issue or a something along that, or like it's a choice. Or it's like, yes, this is what I want to be. This is what I want to look like. Mm-hmm. And so, or like I did this to myself because I just love pizones more than anything else in the world. And I eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I eat like a normal human being. Do I like nachos? Do I think about breakfast at dinner time? Sometimes. <laughs> but I know skinny girls that do too. It's not, it's not fat necessarily, exclusive. it's not fat exclusive. But people feel that they're entitled to make comments about our bodies, whether it's health-wise, look-wise, whatever, because they have that asterisk, like, health. Jamie, saying that is so brave. Oh, shut up. <laughs> that's, that's the worst. It's so brave that you're fat and said that. It's so brave that, it, that you're fat and you wear clothes to work that isn't just a big sheet. It's really brave that you walked outside. <laughs> Wow, that sheet almost looks like a pair of jeans. <laughs> it's crazy that you're married. <laughs> Somebody married you. Oh. Yeah, it's bullshit. And that... Uh, I got cat hair. Oh. <laughs> that grown-ass man... Even the back, girl. He can't <laughs> That grown-ass man should not have been commenting on your body or anybody else's, but especially a 16-year-old girl's body. So that's a different subject. That's not just fat shaming. That is borderline pedophilia. <laughs> Cheers to that. Here we are. So fuck you, doorknob guy. <laughs> Think of it now, and I'm like, wow, I wish, I wish I could get my hands on that cyst. Oh. <laughs> no. Nina's like, I'm out. <laughs> Nina uh, has quit the podcast <laughs> for the fifth time. <laughs> Gross. We all have hobbies, Nina. Say those things to people as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, you're just being dramatic, or oh, it's all in your head. Nobody's really looking at you. Nobody would say those things to you, but I don't think they realize that people actually, a grown man said to a 16 year old that you would look better if you were skinny. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. Because I would never say that to someone. You know, I would be like, no way. He, there's no way he said that to you. You're just being dramatic or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, I always remember, too, like, when someone, because, you know, a lot of times I would just be described in general as big, and I'm like, oh, my God, I am screwed because I can only lose weight in this situation. And like, you can't not be six feet tall, mm-hmm. and I've been six feet tall since I was 16. Wow. So yeah. I remember always thinking, like, is it hopeless? Because I'm still going to always have one <laughs> of the two. Yeah. Screw <laughs> <laughs> that. Now I'm just tall and fat and it's fine. Do you yeah. feel like age got you through that? Or do you think it was something in particular that made you kind of just be like, screw it? I think age, I always go back to yoga. Like yoga helped me with a lot of that because I think I finally got to the point of, it. you know, there's still days I absolutely hate my body, but with, through like getting a very strong yoga practice, I realized what my body could do. 
So I got more of a respect relationship with my body than love or hate. Like, you know, you can, like, love or hate your partner, but you still always respect them. So I really learned, like, that my body could do, like, badass shit. And I was like... Whether you look good or not. Right. In your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So it proved to me that my body was, like, strong. And it was more of just owning, I think, eventually just settling into owning my strength. You said something about, like, just taking your space. Mm-hmm. Like, we spend so much time, like, making ourselves smaller. Mm-hmm. But it took me many, many years, and I still have days where I'm like, everybody's looking at me. Mm-hmm. But and then I realize they're looking at me because I'm fucking hot. <laughs> 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 One of the things that helped me, I think, move from... Like, oh, I'm going to describe myself over the years as, like, Shrek and Mr. Boogity from a Disney horror movie as a child. And, like, a lot of different, like, derogatory things. No, Mr. Boogity was a Disney, like, uh, Sunday movie from when I was a child that is about a pilgrim who haunts a family in Massachusetts. (laughs) I don't know this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a pilgrim man who turned to witchcraft to win to win his lady's heart, and uh, his name is Mister Boogity, and he says Boogity Boogity Boo, and he's got like he I think he was like set on fire, so he's got like all of this like skin damage stuff, and I had really bad acne. <laughs> this is it is Kevin. Do you remember I made you watch it? Yes. <laughs> There's also a sequel, Bride of Boogity. I'm looking it up right now. Oh so. my gosh! Every time I work for when you reference <laughs> Mr. Boogity, Jamie looks nothing like him. But these are things I said and thought, saw when I looked at myself, and like one of the things I really had to learn how to do was dress for my body because, like in high school, I don't know how you dressed, but like I wore like men's t-shirts. And big baggy jeans. And, like, there were years in high school where I just wore pajamas to school, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) But, like, I didn't dress and I didn't know how to dress. And, like, even today, like, I have trouble wearing men's shirts because I have such a big chest that, like, it just boxes me out. It doesn't Mm -hmm. fit me right. And so, like, I had to learn to wear women's clothes is pretty much what it came down to. Mm -hmm. And once I started wearing women's clothes, I was like, oh, I have a figure Oh, yeah, I have a belly. I have a big ass, but (laughs) if I dress for it, I'm going to feel better. And I kind of just had to start taking better care of myself, and that really helped me feel better about myself. Yeah, I think definitely, like, if you feel pretty or good in what you're wearing, I think it's super helpful. Um, I think I did the same thing a lot of high school is I always bought things way too big. Yeah. And I still, like... Plus, it was the time of grunge. Right, so that didn't help. You guys are that old. No, I am. I was totally combat boots, black kites, Flannels. and Flannels, teenager? Yeah. Flannels, yeah. I was breaking desks in combat boots. <laughs> My flannel oh, shirt. I'm only two old years older than me, but I must be like right in the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> like you might have been in sixth grade and I was in ninth. Maybe. And I I'm was like, like making out with Kurt Cobain in the backseat of a car. Yeah. Because I could probably drive. No. He was like, he died like when I was in middle school. No, he died when I was in middle school. 
Were we are we the same age? I'm, no, I just turned thirty. No, I know, but I mean, like, are, were we in school? When did you graduate? Ninety nine. I graduated two thousand one. Okay, so, so like well, two. were you in middle school in sixth grade? Yeah. Oh, see, my middle school was. Remember to cut this. woman mm-hmm. right so I really make I wear my size when I was in the dating scene I might have worn smaller than my size <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but do you guys both have really big personalities have you always had these kind of personalities yes even as like a teenager yes like did that help or go or help or hinder in your were you really Accepting like in high school? Yeah. See, I was really quiet in school. I liked to blend in. I liked to sit in the back and we're all black. But I, I was really comfortable in my circle. So I was really involved in like church youth group growing up, and mm-hmm. I was a loud maniac mm-hmm. at youth group. I just wasn't like that at school. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like voted class clown. <laughs> no, but like but I you didn't, didn't talk to feel that you were bigger or like a fat girl, so you had to keep quiet. No, my the reason I'm so loud and obnoxious mm-hmm. is because I was going to get to you first. Okay. So yeah. I was such going, a full house lesson. I was going to like control the situation classes. first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What's oh my god! I wonder if they wrote that based on my life. <laughs> when Stephanie Tanner gets glasses. She takes joke glasses. Is in it school? weird that my uncle Joey told me to do it? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Why are you a liar? I didn't have an Uncle Joey. Good but my Uncle Jesse did. <laughs> I fell for once. I'm not falling. <laughs> no, I was I was quiet, but not because like I talked to people in classes. Like mm-hmm. I had friends. I had I was not tormented. I wasn't picked on. Mm-hmm. I was pretty low key. I just I mean, with the exception of the boobzilla, but that was like the football players in my algebra class. It wasn't like school wide. <laughs> yeah, right. I just hated everyone. I did want to be she friends didn't with them. Change. No, no, I haven't really changed much, much. And I was really like crazy and outgoing in my circles that I was involved in. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to talk to people at school because they were dumb. Mm-hmm. They're wasting yeah. my time. And as I told them for our 10th high school reunion, I didn't want to hang out with you for free. Why am I going to pay $60 to do it? For the, our 10th, for whatever our reunion was, there was like a thing going around that you could like, where are they now? Ugh. So I put on there that I married the most popular boy in school. <laughs> I put his name in there and said we were so happy together. That's amazing. Yeah. And then my other friends put the same thing with the cast of cats. <laughs> yeah, but I mentioned him by name. Oh, I'm not sure someone else married him in that class or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, God, me and Don are very happy together. We're still in the same town. Um, yeah. 
all my friends were like, no, take it down. And I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> stay. No, he was mean to me. We're married now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't That's really funny. get, like, I didn't have bullies or at least, or I blocked it out completely, but mm-hmm. I don't believe so. And to be fair, I have a very big older brother. <laughs> like, my brother is huge. Like, he is a six foot two, six foot three mm-hmm. man who is also full figured. <laughs> and I think a lot of people didn't mess with me for that. Like, he was, my brother is very loud. I was mm-hmm. big Jay's little sister mm-hmm. majority of my life. Yeah. So much so that neighbors that I lived next to for 18 years didn't know I existed. <laughs> when he moved out, my parents, they, she was like, how are you doing? You know, Jason moved out. Are you lonely? And he's like, no. My dad's like, no, we got Jamie still. And she's like, who's Jamie? I have lived there for 18 years. <laughs> That's how big my brother's personality is. Now, are you always shy? Yes. Not in my like like you said like not in my inner circle. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, we always. can rub that in our face again. Always. All your friends. What? All your friends who are not. You guys are obviously in my inner circle. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't see you and my therapist. When we're for you and my therapist, I say. I don't. It's like me and my stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really weird collection of friends. Like I have one friend from high school. I have one friend from college. And that's and then I have friends mm-hmm. from when I worked at Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Like I can't make friends anywhere. <laughs> I can't keep friends. Mm-hmm. I'm a friend poor. Yeah, you are. If anybody should be ashamed of how many friends they have, it should be you. Yeah. So if anybody on this listening wants to be my friend, please send an email to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll totally hang. She means she it. She really will. She will like you. Do everything. No, apparently I won't. <laughs> Next week we'll discuss what it's like to be left out. <laughs> With special guests. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I've lost everything. Making it to Megan Peters' black book. <laughs> how to make sure you're involved. And we have another hat coming in. There's a crow on the floor. Oh, hello, crow. Oh, hello. Honey, do you want to contribute anything to the Fat Girl podcast? No. What is like to love a fat girl? Yeah, what about what is like to love a fat girl? (laughs) (laughs) He can't tell you because he doesn't love me. Just kidding. He's putting up with us. That's love if I've ever seen it. (laughs) Fat girl stuff. Fat girl love. I think I just sang the. Yeah. It's just what you're looking for. What is it? Rebel girl, such short. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that is the song that I started to write for this. It's about girls in movies who cut their hair when they get when they turn into rebels. Oh. And they okay. cut their hair in the bathroom. Yeah. 
I wrote it while watching the Power Rangers movie. Give me a pair of scissors. <laughs> what's the oh, what's the one from like the nineties that she's like shaved her hair in the bathroom? They were Empire the Records. Oh, that I was like the Legend of Billie Jean. I was thinking she was going there. And I was yeah. like, nah, Rebel girls have short hair. Fair is fair. Fair is fair. I think we died, honey. How do we wrap it up? I want to start with Oh, should we say something? Should we be like, this is... This is Fat Girl Hacks. Bye.